When Solomon pondered his remarkable life of material success, international fame, he said, I denied myself nothing, nothing my eyes desired, and I refused my heart no pleasure. Yet when I surveyed all that my hands had done and what I had told to achieve, everything was meaningless. Welcome to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur and business owner. Bobby brings you his own unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith. Travel through time back to Bobby's humble beginnings as a valet parking cars. Journey with Bobby through his experiences with various companies and his travels to China. Today, Bobby and his brother Glenn own Alliance Sports Group, a collection of hardware and sports product lines sold in over 40,000 retail stores across America. If you are enjoying the show and want it to continue in your area, please let the team know this. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or Pinterest. Email bobby at onthebrightside.org or a call at 847-312-8197. That's 847-312-8197. As you join Bobby today, you will hear these messages as they were delivered at his church and are now compiled into this time-honored radio program. This show is brought to you by Nebo Tools. Nebo Tools, N-E-B-O, is the maker of intensely bright lights and flashlights. Now it's time to buckle your seatbelt and get ready for On the Bright Side with entrepreneur and business owner Bobby Bollinger. Did anybody ride in on one of those carts this morning from way out there? I did that. That's pretty cool. You know, I was thinking, I was thinking this morning, wouldn't it be funny if we strapped some golf clubs on the back of those? Because you know, most of the time it's the, it's, the, it's the husband that drops the wife and kids off and he's out there and if we picked him up he'd, for a minute he'd wonder whether or not he's going to church or, <laughs> or going to play around. I don't know. Just something to think about. I want to get back to the subject of money today. <clears throat> if there's one thing that you can be sure of about money, it's summed up in this old saying. Well, some people would say there's never enough. But you can sum it up by saying, you can't take it with you. Have you ever heard that? Well, it's true. One of the richest men in the 20th century, John D. Rockefeller, when he died, his accountant was asked how much money John D. left. I love his answer. He said, well, he left all of it. (laughs) But you see, as important as money is to us, it's easy for us to get the money barometer out of control. After all, everything about our culture throws money and the things it buys right in our face. I mean, take reality TV. It's pretty much taken over the primetime viewing hours. So what are we watching? We're seeing that you can win a million dollars if you can survive in a jungle somewhere better than other people. We're seeing how you can get a job with a billionaire Donald Trump if you can outsmart a few other guys in the city. And we're even discovering that you can get rich overcoming your fear of eating bugs and jumping off of buildings. That's what we're watching. So it's no wonder we develop unhealthy views toward money in a society like ours. Even when we have the benefit of solid scriptural teaching, we have a tendency to falter in this area. But here's the thing. God wants us to clearly understand a number of things about money. But in particular, he wants us to know that money is temporal that it doesn't last. To even consider the idea of pursuing it or the things that it can buy over things eternal 
makes us, in God's words, a fool. One of the largest transactions that I was ever involved with illustrates just how fleeting money can be. My brother Glenn and I had the opportunity to sell one of our divisions to a larger company for a terrific price. And on the very day that the sale closed and the money was wired, we were also informed that our largest customer had filed for bankruptcy and that all the money that they owed us was lost forever, which ironically was the same amount of money that was being wired to us for the sale of the division. Thus, the money came in in the morning. We celebrated. We congratulated ourselves. Yay. It's bonus time. But by afternoon, all the money had gone out to cover the loss. I didn't even see it. That, that event gave us a whole new meaning of the concept, easy come, <laughs> easy go. You see, it doesn't last. The man God called a fool was used in a parable given by Jesus. The man did what would typically consider being prudent. He was prosperous and he wanted to build bigger barns and store them up for a rainy day. But Jesus was making a statement that it's foolish to put your hope in anything but God. You fool, he said, this very night your life will be demanded from you. Then who will get what you have prepared for yourself? If you put all your money in stocks and bonds, then your hopes rise and fall with the stock market. If your riches are in banks, then your hopes rest on interest rates and institutions. Any man who can have the rug pulled out from under him is simply standing on the wrong rug. The man whose hope is in God will be devastated only if God fails. And we all know that that is impossible. When Solomon pondered his remarkable life of material success, international fame, he said, I denied myself nothing, nothing my eyes desired, and I refused my heart no pleasure. Yet when I surveyed all that my hands had done and what I had told to achieve, everything was meaningless. It was a chasing after the wind. Nothing was gained under the sun. I hope I can listen to my own teaching this morning. But we've got to stop worrying about money so much. And we've got to stop, start trusting God more. Solomon was trying to say, you can't take it with you. But if you can't remember it the way he said it, try remembering it this way. You never see a hearse pulling a U-Haul trailer. Do you sometimes feel like you are spending more time in the Valley of Disappointment than anywhere else? Coming up next, although disappointment is going to be a visitor in your life, it doesn't have to negatively impact you. If you are enjoying the show and want it to continue in your area, please let the team know this. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or Pinterest. Email bobby at onthebrightside.org or a call at 847-312-8197. That's 847-312-8197. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. Over 900,000 moms per year choose to abort their baby, and 85% of them are single moms. It's hard to choose life when you're feeling alone, but Embrace Grace has a goal to change that. Embrace Grace equips and empowers churches to start support groups around the nation and the world to walk alongside moms with unintended pregnancies. With over 400 support groups in churches around the nation, lives are being saved. 
partner financially with Embrace Grace today. For just $25 per month, your gift can help train leaders of a church to find moms that need help. For $100 per month, your gift can help reach and inspire more churches to start a group. And for $250 per month, your gift can launch a group at a church. Together, we can help her be brave and ensure that no single mom walks alone. Go to EmbraceGrace.com for more information on how you can partner with Embrace Grace to save them both. EmbraceGrace.com This show is brought to you by Nebo Tools, maker of intensely bright lights and flashlights, relied on by emergency professionals across America. We return to On the Bright Side. A little boy was in the backyard with a shovel, filling a hole when his neighbor peered over the fence. Interested in what the youngster was up to, he asked, What are you doing? My goldfish died, replied the little boy tearfully, and I've just buried him. The neighbor said, well, that's an awfully big hole for a goldfish, isn't it, son? The little boy patted down the last heap of earth and replied, yeah, that's because I couldn't get him out of your cat. Okay, <laughs> Okay. well, have you ever felt like you're, you're trying hard to do all the right things, but things just aren't working out for you? Maybe you feel like your cat died. You know, it's, it's important for a Christian to understand a few things about disappointment so that we can keep it in the right perspective. So there's, there's three things I want to tell you about disappointment. The first thing to understand about disappointment is that it's inevitable. For the sinner or the saint, disappointment is a normal and necessary element of our life. But disappointments don't have to have a negative impact on our life. It's how we handle our setbacks that determine whether or not we are growing as a person. And the second thing we need to know about disappointment is that they're instructional. If we choose to examine our disappointing situation, we can almost always learn valuable lessons that help us avoid a similar disappointment in the future. I remember when I was nine years old, I entered the first national punt, pass, and kick competition. Any of you guys ever do that? Yeah! <laughs> yeah, well, I want to hear all about it. <laughs> but anyway, that's where... You take a football, and you throw it, you pass it, and you kick it, and they record the total distance to see who wins. Well, I, I entered the competition, and I threw the ball f- further than any of the, of the other boys. Then when I went to kick it, I kicked it further than anybody in the competition. Well, then I went to punt the ball, and I got so excited that when I punted it, it went straight up and landed behind me. And they deducted... They deducted distance from my score, and I lost. And I was very disappointed. But then I learned to take my time when I got ready to kick the ball. Well, the third thing about disappointment is that disappointment can be inspiring. Well, you'll say, I don't understand that one. Well, it will never seem like it at the time you're going through a disappointing period. But you can never appreciate the victories if you've never felt the sting of disappointment. I mean, when Paul and Silas were beaten and thrown into prison, it must have been hard to understand why their faithfulness 
and their commitment would land them in such a difficult situation. They could have given up. I mean, who would have blamed them for getting discouraged? But they didn't react that way. They let their faith overcome their disappointment. And they rejoiced not in their situation, but in their Savior. And that's who they had placed all their trust. And the Lord not only delivered them, but he gave them new converts at the same time. You see, sometimes our disappointments are the breeding ground for a victory that's just ahead. And it may not seem like it in your darkest hour, but when the Lord said, I'm with you always, he especially meant in your time of need. Maybe the best illustration of dealing with disappointment the wrong way and the right way was how the two criminals being crucified alongside the Lord handled it. I'm sure both men shared a lifetime of of disappointment, tragedy, and bad choices. One chose to lash out in sarcasm, but the other, down to his last few minutes of life, he chose to acknowledge the Savior and with a statement of belief and hope was ushered into paradise. He said, Lord, remember me when you enter into your kingdom. Sometimes it may seem like we're spending more time in the valley of disappointment than anywhere else. But Jesus has a purpose for allowing them in our life. And while disappointment is always going to be a frequent visitor in our life, it doesn't define our life. What defines our life is the victory we have through Jesus and the hope and the promise of a future where disappointment never finds us. Did you know that generosity strengthens your faith? Stay tuned to hear how to tap into God's promises that have benefits beyond this life. This show is brought to you by Nebo Tools, maker of intensely bright lights and flashlights, relied on by emergency professionals across America, trusted by many at work, home, or play. Let Nebo light your way. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. For those times when you need a powerful, dependable light that you don't have to hold with your hands, the Nebo Tools Duo Headlamp is your all-powerful, hands-free lighting solution. The Duo Headlamp's on-off push button allows you to easily cycle through all four light modes. Go from intense white light to pulsing red beacon instantly. A low signature red light mode allows for enhanced night vision and low light reading. The 250 lumen power LED mode spot beam reaches over 400 feet and a wide flood beam fully illuminates your immediate area. Tough, reliable, lightweight, and completely shockproof. The dual headlamp is perfect for those times when you need powerful, dependable, hands-free light. Let us know how Bobby is helping you change your life. Email bobby at onthebrightside.org. Now back to On the Bright Side. I want to take a moment to share with you on the power of generosity. You know, I've been fortunate in my life to to have had some very generous people around, and in, and in every case, and I'm sure you have too, but in every case, these are people who, who I admire and that uh, I want to be like. And because of them, I've made it a point to notice and to study people who have the gift of generosity. And in studying the phenomenon of generosity, I've found that sometimes... Even generous people don't know why they're generous or why it's such a good thing to be generous or why it's a big deal that they are generous. They just naturally tend to be that way. But did you know that there are lots of very good reasons why we should all 
be generous people. Now, first of all, generosity is defined several ways. Webster says it's the habit of giving. Others define it as a willingness to give. I found one definition that said it's a spirit of giving. But in all cases, generous people are consistent givers, not only with their money, not only with their money, but with their time and their talents. So why should we all be generous? Well, the first reason to be generous is because it emulates a characteristic of Jesus Christ. Who is more generous than Christ? Who has been more generous to you than Jesus Christ? The word says, restore to me the joy of your salvation and uphold me by your generous spirit. When Christ walked this earth and since he lives in us, no one ever gave of himself like he did. If we're serious about following Christ, we must learn to give of ourselves generously. And that's enough reason right there to be generous. But there's more. The next reason is because generosity defeats materialism in our own life. The word says that where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. It also says that you can't serve both God and money. You see, God knows that man by himself will always struggle with temptations of material things. But by exercising generosity in our lives, we can overcome that. By placing the needs of others above our own desires, we come to know that the most important things in life are not things. And another reason is because generosity strengthens our faith. It creates a bonding experience with the Lord. The Word says your giving proves the reality of your faith. When we give generously, we know that we are tapping into principles and promises that God has for us and that we will experience how they work in our life. And finally, generous giving is an investment in today and eternity. Did you know that? The Word gives us many references to how giving blesses us in our daily life. It says, give generously and do so without a grudging heart. Then because of this, the Lord your God will bless you in all your work and everything you put your hand to. And the Apostle Paul said, whoever sows generously will also reap generously. So generosity comes back to us in blessings. But what is more exciting than that is how generosity has benefits that go beyond this life. Our generosity doesn't determine how we get to heaven. Our acceptance of Christ who died for our sins does that. But the Lord said, don't store up treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven. The Lord wants us to develop a kingdom mentality. And he wants us to understand that our generous spirit is an investment in this life and the next. You know, when I was about 19 years old, I'd started my first business. And I messed up. 
with my largest customer who was a very wise and successful businessman. And I couldn't afford to fix the problem I created. It would essentially put me out of business. So I went to him and I told him I was sorry. And I couldn't fix it. But I would do anything he asked me to. He said, Bob, I know you can't fix the problem. And I'm going to take care of this for you. Because I believe you'll learn something from it. I never forgot that tremendous act of generosity to me. And what I learned was one of the greatest lessons of my life. You see, the power of generosity in our life doesn't have anything to do with what we give up of what we have. It's about how our life is enriched because of our generosity to others and what we can become by emulating the character of Christ in our daily life. Do you sometimes feel like the pressures of life have hindered your generous spirit? Do you say, I wish I could be more generous, but I just can't? If that's you, you're letting the enemy defeat you in this area of your life. I know the Lord will help you get your generous spirit breathing alive in your life again. We simply have to reach out to others with our time and our talent and with whatever resources we're, we have. And when we do that, this generous spirit that's inspired by God will stir us and, and change us. And God will bless you in ways that you can not even imagine. And when we do that, I promise you, something good will happen in Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur and business owner. If you enjoyed the show and wanted to continue in your area, please let the team know this. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or Pinterest. Email bobby at onthebrightside.org or call 847-312-8197. That's 847-312-8197. This show is brought to you by Nebo Tools. Nebo Tools, N-E-B-O, is the maker of intensely bright lights and flashlights. Relied on by emergency professionals across America. Trusted by many at work, home, or play. Let Nebo light your way. Learn more about Nebo Tools at onthebrightside.org or call 847-312-8197. Bigger is not always better. But when something better is big, well, that's a great thing. For example, take the Big Cricket Work Light and Spotlight from Nebo Tools. It has all the features of Nebo's classic Cricket, but it's bigger, and that is better. The Big Cricket is a versatile 3-in-1 LED light featuring a powerfully intense work light, a bright spotlight, and concentrated red light. The Big Cricket's unique swivel design allows the head to rotate from standard flashlight positioning to forward-facing, 
perfect for a variety of working conditions. A convenient magnetic base and steel clip allow for hands-free use. Find Nebo Tools intensely bright lights and flashlights, including the swivel-headed Big Cricket work light and spotlight at batteries plus bulbs outlets in hardware stores everywhere and online at NeboTools.com. That's N-E-B-O-Tools.com. Use the promo code Christian Radio and receive a 10% discount on your order. At work, home, or play for the ultimate in flashlights. Let Nebo light your way. 